Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am so excited that you're about to listen in on another episode of the Made Possible by podcast. I wanted to take a quick second to let you know exactly what we do. Made Possible by makes giving easy for community-minded businesses and provide a more effective way to share their stories of good. Now let's jump into the podcast. Welcome to the Made Possible by podcast, where we have conversations around good with community-minded individuals. We hope that today's episode inspires you to go out and do good. Hello, and thank you again for joining us for another conversation around good. I am Tracy with Made Possible By, and we love sharing good stories. We love connecting with individuals, with businesses, with organizations, just anyone who is doing cool things in their community. And I am so excited today to share with you our guest today. I have Brianna, Brianna Ramos. I call you Bree. Is that okay? You know, it's funny, people, I always know how people know me because people back home from where I grew up call me Brianna and people here and in my adult life call me Brie. So either one is perfectly fine. I am referred to as both. Okay. Brie, I want to tell everybody a little bit about your personal life first. Brie's spouse is Londell. Am I saying that right? Yes, you are. Okay, awesome. They've been together for eight years and they have a two and a half year old daughter named Camilla. So your your life is full of craziness then, right? With the two year old, you're in that crazy fun. If you want to call them terrible two stage, <laughs> and we still feel like new parents to two and a half years in. So, yeah. but yeah, life is life is fun and wild right now, but we're enjoying it. Yes, my three year old is at the stage where he wants to dress himself all the time. So that takes forever for him to do, which is great. He just walks around saying, I do it. I do it. That's his new thing. He just wants That's to so interesting. Camilla just doesn't want to get dressed. So I'm wondering when that will happen. <laughs> well, those nakey days when they run around, those are fun too. Those are fun too. So Bree is a passionate business owner with a life mission to influence others, particularly women, through various platforms. Um, she is currently the founder and di- creative director at The Buzz Brand, a creative agency based out of Oklahoma City. And she's also the senior creative director at Oklahoma City Community College. How, you, how do you have two jobs like that? How do you do that? People ask me this question and it has nothing to do with me. I have two incredible teams. And if I didn't, I would not be able to do it. But I actually have three teams. I have my spouse as one team. And then I have my buzz brand team and I have my OCCC team. And that's how it's, that's how I do it. Okay. Well, that's the secret sauce because I couldn't <laughs> imagine I'd be able to do that. Um, prior to starting her company buzz brand in 2014, she played a strong role in the nonprofit world and public school system, developing initiatives and organizations dedicated to helping youth live into their full potential through hands-on learning and leadership and character development. After influencing the young girls in her community, she saw the potential to impact on a larger scale through branding and marketing, both with female business owners she works with as well as the mass audience her campaigns are delivered to. So now seven years later, Buzz Brand is a living, it's living out its mission to help other brands thrive through brand development web design, digital marketing, and community partnerships. So we're going to d- dive into more of what that looks like. But yeah. tell us tell us a little bit more, something personal, something unique about you, 
and something that made you smile or brought you joy this week? Yeah, it's a fun question. So uh, I was, I, I live in Oklahoma City and I went to college at OU. But prior to that, I was born and raised in Las Vegas and my family is still there. And so uh, you you don't normally find um, families that are from Las Vegas. People usually move there. And so we are one of the founding families of Las Vegas and we've been there for over 100 years. So Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Kind of odd. I bet your family has lots of stories that involve yeah. Frank Sinatra or some you other cool people. Bob, all kinds of stories. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Any stories that you can share? Mm, my be- The best stories actually come. My uncle was a homicide detective in Las Vegas for over 30 years. And so he has some incredible stories. None, none for this podcast, but there are some cool ones. We've got some cool ones. I bet. Yeah. My, uh, my husband's family is from uh, Chicago, Detroit area, and his grandfather drove for Al Capone during the prohibition. And so they share these stories. It's like, what? Crazy. Yeah. One of the the most kind of general, most popular stories from my, from my uncle at family dinners, he was on, uh, the case when Tupac was shot and killed. And he is like, I I can promise you he is not alive living somewhere on an island. People think like Tupac is alive somewhere. And he's like, he's not. I saw yeah, him on the yeah. table open. Okay. He, we're we're going to put that to rest. He's not yeah. out there. He didn't pull yeah. an Elvis. He's not out there. Oh, so your family probably has Elvis stories too then. Yeah, my, my our older generations, you know, and pictures of like, something that's changed about Las Vegas is like you used to like going to a show or a hotel in Las Vegas, you were in a beautiful dress and a suit and gloves. And it was like a classy, elegant, amazing experience. And it's not quite like that anymore, but yeah, there's fun pictures. And my sister for Christmas actually did. She traced back, she gave it all to us. It's our family history all the way back to the year 240. So from the year 240, until our days in Las Vegas and she traced our family, our family tree that far back. And that was the best Christmas present ever. So that's um, crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's a long way back. I'm like how long did it take you? I know. Yes. Oh so, my goodness. Something that brought me joy this week. Um, our, it's about our daughter. She started gymnastics this year. You know, she's two, she's two and a half. And she will not flip upside down. And she did three backflips on the trampoline this week at gymnastics. And so to overcome that fear and to then get excited is it's so fun to see our daughter turn into like a little human with like feelings and fear and overcoming. And and so that was really fun this week. It's so fun to watch them discover the world and then to be just like you said, to be afraid of something and then conquer it and be like, yes. You know, yeah. they're so excited. It is such a cool thing to to watch her just grow and develop. It's awesome. Oh, that's so fun. Good for her doing flips. Yeah. So tell us, we talked a little bit about how you started at mm-hmm. Buzzgram, but give us some more details on that and where you got the name, because I think the name story is super cool. And then okay. what, would, what would you tell your then self? Because, you know, seven years is a while. You've had some time to look back. So tell us a little bit more. You know, when we hit 2021, I was like, 
wow, it's been seven years. Like, wow, it's been a long time. Uh, so, you know, I was, I went to college and I actually went to school to be a teacher and, um, I didn't want to be in the classroom. I, I realized that wasn't the right fit for me to be in the classroom. And so I just had this heart to like impact, especially the younger generation. And um, I thought that was going to be through education and teaching. And then I realized that, that it wasn't. And then I was into the, I was in the nonprofit world and I, and I helped um, really on the entrepreneurial side for, for young entrepreneurs and um, just leadership and character development, those basic things that young people aren't really getting in the school system by no fault of the school system, but it's like, you know, they're on a strict, they've got to teach math and science and X, Y, Z. And so, you know, we realized it takes a village and it takes a community. And so um, the organization in Norman love works, we, we partnered with um, the school system to fill a need that they couldn't. And so we focused on entrepreneurship, leadership and character development. And through my time in that, I realized the biggest crisis that I think that our society is facing right now is an identity crisis. People don't know who they are. They don't know what they should do with their life. They don't know what they're meant to do. They don't know what gifts they have to offer the world. And so branding at its core is discovering your identity and figuring out who you are. And so I, I made that pivot and um, realized that I could impact on a larger scale and, or not even on a larger scale, scale, just in a different way. And my calling in life has stayed the same through teaching through being a business owner through transitions in my business to now being a mother and it's just to help people discover what that is and to help them live into their full potential and so it's it's been really cool to see like my careers and stuff change but for my calling to stay consistent and the same um and so when i started my company i really wanted to dive into um you know that identity piece and that branding piece and i just happened to be you know, decent at design and things like that. And I didn't go to school for it. I figured it out and I learned it as I went and I just tried to continuously develop my skill. Um, but I had a lot of doubt of like, okay, I'm not trained in this. I don't have, you know, I didn't go to school for this. I don't have a degree in this. And so there was a lot of doubt for a really long time, but I just, you know, I kind of figured it out as I went. And, um, it led, you know, one project led to another and it went from working to my couch to Starbucks to, you know, X, Y, Z. And then it got to a place where um, it became my full-time thing. And I brought my sisters on full-time three years ago. And I just never, ever thought what I would tell myself now is like, hang on tight. There's a crazy road ahead of you and it's going to turn into something big and beautiful and, you know, more than you could ever imagine. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been a journey, but a really good one. So I love the, your picture of helping people discover who they are and, mm -hmm. and how to live in that, because that, that's a big part of life, right? Figuring out what are my skills? What am I good at? What does that look like? Yeah, absolutely. And that's, you know, I, a lot of times people associate branding with like the look of their logo or the look of their website. And yes, that is all a piece of it, but at its core, it's figuring out, okay, what is this that you're presenting? What is it that you're offering? How can you serve your, you know, your clients or the people that you're working with? And so that's the part that I love diving into. Hmm. So tell us about where buzz brand, the name came from. Okay. So I was reading about bees 
And I don't even know why, but I was reading about, about bees and I came across this article and it was talking about how the importance of bees and how we can't live without them. And, um, it was talking about the food chain and how within the food chain, you know, every animal is out to eat the next thing and that's how they survive. And so it parallel, and I just kind of made the parallel to society of like, oh, and then it started talking about bees. And it was like a bee's sole purpose is to go from flower to flower and everything it lands on, it helps it grow and flourish. And I made the parallel to society. And I was like, that is so true within the world. There are so many people or companies out there just to tear the other guy down. And I want to be a company that helps people grow and flourish and everything that I touch, I want it to be something that is beneficial. And so I just took the spin and and what I learned from that story. And that's how I came up with a bus brand. Well, and then it has the double meaning with, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're out there doing your thing, you're going to be buzzworthy. So Absolutely. I love that. It, it totally tied into building buzzworthy brands and creating a buzz and all the fun little wordplay. And so nice. So do people give you bees for gifts? So we, <laughs> I've gotten, um, and really fun bee themed stuff. And one of my favorite gifts I got from one of my girlfriends, it's like these little like, uh, napkins. And it was like, um, it was like a cloth napkin and it was hand stitched with a little bee on it and it was adorable. So yes, you get me gifts. I bet you do. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you put that out there that you, that you like something, then that's what people give you. So I'm putting it out there. I love chocolate. So all you <laughs> listeners out there, send it my way. That's my thing. Send all the chocolate. <laughs> so tell us about, um, I know that you have a billboard on Times Square. How did that mm-hmm. come about? Who was that client? And how sure. cool of a moment was that, right? You guys so, went there, right? When they revealed it? Mm-hmm. We did. So this was such a wild story. We, um, one of our girlfriends came to us and they're like, hey, we can enter this contest for a company that they had worked for. It was it was a like a multi-level marketing company called LipSense. So lipstick, okay? And they're like, we can submit a video and it can win and or a, a billboard video and it can win and be featured in Times Square. And so they're like, except we have 72 hours to do it. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. Okay. We'll figure it out. So it was actually right when my sister started and it was the first project the three of us collaborated on all together. And so within 72 hours, we like found a film crew, wrote the script, shot it, came up with like the, the, tagline and all of that and it was so this product is like all day lipwear and so it was lipstick that outlasts the party and so it was like little clips of um getting ready for a party and like partying throughout the day and whatever and your lipstick was still perfect at the end of the night and so um we shot it and filmed it and submitted it and then and it won and then it was in new york for like a couple weeks it played in times square and so we flew out there and it was just the coolest i mean it was one of those moments that was just like oh my god because you know it's next to like nike and gucci and like all these crazy huge brands and so to see our work up there was just like unbelievable yeah that that was a cool moment yeah Nice. Now, are you are you all the ones in the commercial? 
Uh, no, uh, it's two of, two of our girlfriends. We're not in it, though. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. I never, like, people sometimes ask us, like, hey, can you be in these pictures or will you whatever? And that makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> and so I usually always say no. But no, yeah, we had the girls. The girls were in it. Okay. We just shot did and all that okay. stuff. So tell me, do you have, like, not necessarily a favorite client, but a cool client or something that really sticks out to you of something that you've done besides the billboard? Cause that's super. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I adore all of our clients. They are all equally amazing. Um, one that I was really honored to be a part of, uh, it's the women's sports museum and it's being built in Florida and it's the only museum in the world dedicated to females in sports. So there are sports museums that have women in it, but there is not a museum that is dedicated solely to women in sports. And so um, someone on the board knew us and called us and said, hey, can you create us a brand? And so we did. And the museum itself self is still, I think, in like the um, fundraising phase. Um but it's set to be built over the next couple of years and it's a beautiful facility. And that one is, I can't wait to go visit that one too. That'll be a very, very surreal moment to walk into those doors. So, well, that's yeah. right up your alley, you know, yeah, yeah. focused on women for sure. Yeah. We were really excited about that one. So, cool. and that was, that's like a larger scale. We've worked with all different sizes of businesses, but that I would say is the, the, one of the bigger ones in a different way, you know, it'll be an iconic museum forever. So um, yeah. So that one, that one holds a special place in my heart. Have you had to make any, uh, have you had to make any COVID pivots? Absolutely. I think everybody had to make a COVID pivot in one way or another last year when it came to their business. So um one thing that our business did, so we helped a lot of businesses like get online and get their shop going and get, you know, just figure out how to pivot with their doors closed, a function with their doors closed. But um, we also did that too. And um, we launched our digital shop. And so now, um, and we did it for a couple of reasons. It wasn't really because of COVID, but because the timing of the pandemic, we we're like, okay, let's just finish it and get it out there. And so we created a, a digital shop and you, instead of creating a brand from scratch and, and um, as our business has grown, we have um, changed the way that we do things. Our prices have increased our, you know, things have just changed as, as we've grown over the last seven years, but we still really wanted to serve that like mom that's working from home or the side hustler or the blogger or whatever who may who may not have the you know larger budget to to create a brand and a website from scratch and so we created these brand boxes and it's logos and everything that we've designed but you go on you purchase it you hit download and you get a link to canva and then you go in and you type in your company name and your information and you have your logo, your color palette, your fonts, your pattern, you have everything and you can do it like that. And so if you just have an idea, and but you're not quite like a company yet and you want to play around with it, or maybe you just have a personal brand, it kind of it serves that demographic of people who are like, okay, I can't quite invest in a full brand or I don't need a full, you know, a huge full branding package. And so we got our digital shop online last year. There's some stock photography, that lifestyle photography that you can download. There's uh, logos and 
um, it, it makes it super easy and accessible for just a different de demographic that we still wanted to serve, even though we had kind of grown out of that. So that's a great idea. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks. I like that because you're right. Not everybody, I'm you know, sorry. work, hard, work, not work harder, not smarter, work smarter, not harder, you know, so you know, working on developing passive income eventually. And um, that that's a platform that we can continue to grow that you do it once and it's done. And then it's not an ongoing thing that we have to keep, you know, servicing. And so, um, yeah, it's been good. Nice. Nice. Yeah. We want to take a quick moment to thank our sponsor, Strategic Hype. When people ask you about your business, what do you say? How do you describe your products or services? Are you selling yourself short because you just can't put it into words? You're good at what you do, but it's not always easy to communicate how you're great at your work with simplicity. But now you have help. My friend, Andrea at Strategic Hype will help you clarify your mission and communicate your value with a hype kit. This process will help you cut through the noise and share the best of what you do. Made possible by recently brought Andrea on to create a hype kit for us. And I am so excited to see it based on other things I've seen her do for small businesses, large businesses, nonprofits, and churches. For details on all the good stuff you get out of this hype kit, email Andrea at strategic hype.com or reach out to us directly at madepossibleby.us and we will get you connected. So tell us about uh, corporate social responsibility. When you hear that term, what does that mean to you? What is that? Does that, what things does that make you think of? Yeah. So this is something so important. Um, for, for business owners or, or even entrepreneurs that are thinking about, you know, starting something or they have an idea, because I think it's like something that people eventually are like, okay, we need to do that. Or like if some people start out as like cause-based, but if you don't, you get busy and life happens and business gets busy and you don't make it a focus. But the businesses that we work with, we Every single one of them that, that we work with on a monthly basis, we make sure that they are giving back to their community in one way or another. And so, you know, when I think about corporate responsibility and social responsibility, as a business owner and as a business, you would not exist without your community and the people around you that are buying your services or your products or X, Y, Z. And you have a responsibility as a leader and as a business to give back to them more in more ways than just the product or service that, that you provide. And so that is something that is so important to me. Um, and it's something that we really try to work, you know, the businesses that we work with, make sure they have that in place um, because you just, I want to say you have to do it, but and, I, and I, that's what I truly believe. You have to do that. You have to give back to the community that makes your business possible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, I love it. I'm interested to hear from you too. Like what, you know, there's probably like an actual definition of it, but kind of what your thought is on it. Corporate social responsibility. Yeah. 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 Essentially what you said, just choosing to be 
engaged, choosing to give back. Um, just like you said, you're not going to have a business if these yeah. people um, don't support you. And that's not why you do it, you know, but no, no. Just, it's because it's not all about me. Right. So if you're, if your business is blessed, which, you know, this last year has been hard for some people, which we understand. And, and sometimes we just have to think outside of the box because very often we think it's writing a check. Well, I, do, right. I can't give back this year because everything was tight. Mm -hmm. I, we completely understand that. Can you volunteer for something? Can you right. let somebody use your space? Um, you know, do you have a skill that you could help? you know, teach somebody that's, uh, I'm working with some people in the UK and mm -hmm. they started this organization for high school graduates that they pull in biz different business leaders to teach classes to these high school graduates of certain skill sets that they didn't learn. And we all have a skill. We all have something that we can give back. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's great. Yeah. And, and, you know, and I think, that exactly like you said, there's different ways that you can be socially responsible, you know, and it doesn't, it doesn't have to be with money. It doesn't have to be with things that people normally associate with that. And if you don't have time to volunteer, like, mm -hmm. like you said, get creative, you know, you, you can do things in different ways. And so challenging business owners in general um, to just be innovative in the ways that they are socially responsible, I think is really important. And you guys have made it so amazing and easy. A lot of people, you know, may steer away from that, especially if they have a bigger business of like, I can't track it. I don't know who to pick. I don't know. How do you do taxes at the end of the year? I don't know what goes into all of that. That I just so appreciate you guys and, and the platform that you guys have created to make that easy for businesses to do. Thank you. We like yeah. to make giving easy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Okay. So tell us what are the ways that your business invests in your community? Yeah, so we have developed a couple different ways to do this. We have um, we have two organizations that we support in different ways. One is LoveWorks Leadership in Norman, and it's um, they really raise up young business leaders, and they work with middle school students and teach them how to have a great idea and start a business and um, all the different things that go in it along with that leadership and character development. And so they've had some incredible businesses come out of it. Um, they've had, they, they created a salsa company called Real Kitchen and it is sold in Crest and Homeland and all over the state of Oklahoma. And it is ran by students. It is um, until they got big enough, students were making it after school, but now they have processing company, but, um, they are, they're just launching a, um, they have another company called wrist world and it is a virtual reality type of, uh, toy. It's a wristband that little characters pop out of. It's like the coolest, craziest thing you've ever seen. It's sold in gas stations at quick trip. Um, and yeah, so it's just amazing. Like what they're doing. Is wow. And so, um, we love, 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 love works and, and what they're doing in the community. And so uh, love works. And then uh, it's called the rainbow company. It's in Las Vegas and it is the um, youth theater program for the city of Las Vegas. And so both of my sisters went through it and were in it. And it was a very integral part of um, them becoming who they are. And so uh, we help both organizations just in, in different ways, however they need us. If we need to come speak, if we need to give, if we need to design a t-shirt, um, so it just kind of depends on what they need from us. So we've identified two specific organizations that are important to us that we care about. And then in addition to that, we have a, a college internship program 
that um, we love having interns and we love being able to share our, our knowledge and our skills with um, students that are interested in being in this field. And that's just one way that we thought we could give back a little different and to be able to help up, you know, rise up these um, young creatives and, and launch them in, in, into the industry. And so um, that's something that you can apply for uh, semester and summer. We took a little bit of break during the pandemic and when I had the baby with our with our college internship program, but um, we're, we're gearing it back up. And so we love having our college interns. Um, and then I always say yes to if I'm asked to come speak. Um, last week I sp spoke to a uh, students at Langston University that are in the College of Business there, and they just asked me questions, and, and I got to share my knowledge of the things that I learned. And so um, giving back with with all the tips and tricks that we've learned over the last seven years is a way that, that we give back to our community as well. So, Well, I love how you're creative with it. You know, that what, what it, it looks different for different organizations because different organizations have different needs. And mm -hmm. And, and you going to speak at events, sometimes giving your time is really hard, right? I mean, we all have limited amounts of time and you have a family and you have two full-time jobs essentially. So that, that speaks a lot to your heart that you choose to do that. So thank you well, for doing yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I enjoy going on the Lang Langston campus. Uh, their athletic director is one of my besties. She is just... Ah! wonderful she is amazing she's amazing she's probably a little bit busier than you if you can believe it she <laughs> she's yeah they need to pay her a whole lot more than they do <laughs> she's crazy she runs everywhere uh so let me ask you this so from a marketing perspective how, how do you feel about businesses sharing how they invest in their community how, about them sharing their stories what is that good is that bad what do you think? You know, this is a, a topic that gets addressed a lot, especially when we work with companies that are like, I mean, like, I want to do good, but I don't want to showboat. Like, I don't, everyone doesn't need to know what we're doing. And my, my answer to that is you, you have the opportunity to inspire in your community. And it's not that you're showing off what you're doing. You are, you have the, you have the, opportunity to inspire the people that you're impacting um, and, and then other business owners to say, wow, that's great. And I, you know, I can do that. You know, I may be limited in, into how I can do that, but as a business, I should probably be doing something. And so look at it as an opportunity to, to expand the reach of the impact that you're making um, and don't feel like it's something that you are, you know, being showy about and, and your heart will be apparent. I mean, if it is, if, if, you know, and some people do do that to, to kind of showboat and, and their heart is usually apparent, but if you have the right heart, um, then that is how it will come across. Yeah. Authenticity is people yeah. can tell it, right? People Absolutely. can tell it when you're authentic. Yeah. We yeah. hear from nonprofits all the time that it mm -hmm. is imperative for businesses to talk about when they invest in those nonprofits because mm -hmm. the nonprofits, they might have a marketing budget, but it's not going to be very big. And then, yeah. and when a business brags about that nonprofit, it means even more, right? And, and it shows that I, I believe in this organization enough to invest my time, my dollars, my talent. So it's imperative for them to share it. Absolutely. I completely agree. 
good. I'm yeah. glad that you agree with that because you can always they can always call us too. We'll help you make your good loud. We love to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Bree, give us your your call to action. What's your motivational statement? What do you want to leave people with today? Okay, so if you are a, a not even if you're in the business world, just just anybody you have something to offer the world. And I think so many people kind of doubt their ability or think that their circle of influence isn't big or whatever it is, but whether that's you, you have, and when I say the world, you have something to offer the world. That world could be your family. That world could be your spouse. That world could be a a city or a nation, but you have a set of, of skills and abilities that nobody else has. So don't ever doubt yourself that you are meant to do something really great with those. And sometimes it's hard for people to figure out what that is, but you know, don't let that discourage you in figuring out what you're made for and, and how you can impact the world that you're in, because we each have something really, really unique and special to give. And just because, you know, I think especially in the age of social media, like their comparison is just so it's really hard and it's normal and it's fine. Like it's a normal thing to compare and be like, Oh, that's how they're doing it. Or that's, you know, whatever, like, you know, they're not you and you're not going to do it the same way they are. Or a lot of times, especially like in the business world, it's like, okay, I have this idea, but that already exists. Like somebody's already doing that down the street. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like, especially in Oklahoma city, like this is such an amazing place to be a, a, a business owner because we don't have everything here yet. And so, um, I was, I was speaking to a group of women and there was this, there was, there's this woman who wanted to start um, a balloon company, like beautiful balloon arches for parties and things like that. And she's like, um, I mean, there's a company in town that already does it. And I'm like, you're telling me there's one other company in our city that does this. Like, I promise you there's enough to go around and the people that, you know, they don't know in X, Y, Z, and we have more than one hospital in the city and we have more than one restaurant. And so, you know, you have, you have something to offer the world, whether that's in business or in life or in your family. And so I would just encourage people to, to not doubt themselves and that we've all been made for something really special. Uh, I love that. Go, go find your thing yes, and, and go connect with people and, and give back in that way. I like that. I like that. It's all unique. So yeah, Yeah. thank you, Brie, for taking the time to hang with us today. I really appreciate it. I know that you're a busy woman. I really appreciate it. It's an honor. It's an honor to chat with you today. So thank you. Thanks so much. And listeners and viewers, thank you for joining us today for another conversation around good. If you know of an individual, of a business, of an organization that is doing cool things in their community, we would love to make their good loud. Reach out to us at madepossibleby.us or you can email me, Tracy, T-R-A-C-Y, at madepossibleby.us. Look forward to catching you next time. Thank you for joining us for another conversation around good. Hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on a story of good. Made Possible By makes giving easy for community-minded businesses and provides a better way to share their stories of good. Go to madepossibleby.us for more information or to sign up to be a guest on our podcast. Now, get out there and make good loud.